Welcome to the Balanced, Beautiful, and Abundant Show. My name is Rebecca Whitman, and I'm a success mentor. I believe there are seven pillars of success. Your spiritual life, your physical fitness, your emotional, romantic, mental, social, and finally, your financial life. When you get all seven areas in alignment, you are balanced, beautiful, and abundant. I learned this the hard way. I've always made money. Unfortunately, I spent so much time making money that I never had time for the rest of my life. So, despite not having financial worries, I was never happy. I wanted romance, but I didn't have time to date. I wanted to be in great shape, but I couldn't find a moment to go to the gym. I wanted a more spiritual life, but I didn't meditate. That also takes time. I wanted to read great books and fill my mind with deep thoughts, but I never made the time. I wanted a great social life, not just going to work-related events. Emotionally, I was a wreck because my life was totally out of balance. Today, I earn more money than I ever have in my life, and I work only part-time. I have the relationship of my dreams. I'm in the best physical shape of my life. I'm spiritually grounded. I feel fulfilled mentally, socially, and emotionally. My life is in perfect alignment. This podcast will help you discover where your life is out of balance. My mission is to support you in achieving work-life balance so that you can have more fun and freedom in life. On my show, you will get to learn from experts in all seven areas of abundance. My guests have achieved tremendous success in their zone of genius. Are you ready to go to a level 10 in all seven areas of life? You got this. Hello, Lindsay Martin Ellis. Welcome to the Balanced Beautiful Abundance Show. Hello. So happy to be here. So great to have you on the show. I know we met because I was so fortunate to be a part of an amazing virtual women's retreat that you led. And I had so much fun as one of your guest speakers. And I thought, wow, wouldn't it be good to to flip the other side of the record and see what would you be like on my show. So I'm so excited to have you on my show and learn more about what made you a coach and all these other great questions I have. And I didn't even ask you, but yeah, you can offer a free gift at the end if you want to. Sure. We'll see what it, we'll see what comes through. We'll see what comes <laughs> through, right? So don't get off early before you miss the free gift. So let me tell you a little bit about my wonderful guest, Lindsay Martin Ellis. She is a transformational and healing coach for women, feminine embodiment, and a human design guide. She is also the executive director with an all-natural beauty brand that I happen to love called Beauty Counter. She's devoted to helping women transform from the inside out. So how did you become a woman's empowerment coach? Well, that's a loaded question. (laughs) Uh, It really started from my own transformation and healing journey. I suffered from women's hormonal health issues for over a decade of my life, from my teens into my 20s. And when I hit 30 years old, I actually got engaged to my now husband. And it was a time that was really debilitating. And it should have been a time that was really exciting and planning my future and and, you know, just having all these physical symptoms and I was on all of these medications, doctor to doctor, endocrinologist, you name it. 
And I just woke up one day and decided nobody's listening to me. I know that I can get to the source of what's going on with me. And that was the moment that I reclaimed my sovereignty of my body, of my health, of my well-being, my aliveness. And that really, that was five years ago, Mm, just over five years ago, actually. And that's what really started the trajectory of me listening to my body's wisdom, me, you know, owning that I am my highest authority, not letting external anything really overpower my inner knowing and so that trans you know it started with this desperation desperational health journey but has really continued to up level in all areas of my life as I'm sure you know entrepreneurship all of it is also interconnected so how did you get over the health crisis so what I mean what modalities did you use to help turn your whole situation around that you became so passionate about it that you wanted to coach other women Yeah, so I I went a completely holistic route. And for me, you know, this was chronic illness. And I felt really called to, you know, it's like, there's, there's, there's catastrophic events, which I really believe in for Western medicine, but really for chronic illness, you know, I believe in a holistic approach. And I knew that there was something underlying that was really triggering this hormonal imbalance and hormonal response in my body. So I I sought out a doctor of, of oriental medicine and also a functional medicine doctor. And it started with really anything that I was consuming, anything that I was putting on my body, anything that I was using in my home. And then, of course, also understanding what is going on in my environment, what am I taking in, what could be contributing to stress level. So I really just started to take notice of all of the different areas of my life and how I was being impacted. I really started to tune into is this relationship serving me? Is this job serving me? I actually was an environmental engineer for 10 years and you know, I left corporate during that time, I discovered beauty counter, I became really passionate about ingredient safety using my environmental sciences background, right? So I just kept following what lit me up. I just kept following what felt like truth for me. I just kept following what started to make me feel better. And then it just kept expanding from there. That's great. So how did you find beauty counter? So I actually was following a couple of different bloggers that shared very similar, similar stories to me. And there was one blogger in particular, her name's R.C. Vartanian. She's still my mentor and she's a dear friend of mine. You know, she has struggled from, with similar issues as well. And I started to see a lot of people that I really trusted in the online space. I started to really understand ingredient safety, what to avoid, what not to avoid, understanding greenwashing, you know, marketing, understanding, really getting to the root of all of these different ingredients and beauty counter checked all the boxes. When I actually researched it, I looked at the packaging. It looked amazing. I looked at at the ingredient, you know, stringent ingredient process that they use. Everything was checking all my boxes, got my first set of products and I fell in love and my, my skin started to heal. My hormones started to heal. Uh, gave me confidence. This is where I really started to be connected to women. And, you know, it's a women owned company. It was started by a woman, you know, after watching an inconvenient truth and just got really fired up about the misinformation and the lack of transparency in the industry. And, you know, I had a story to tell. And so it was powerful for me because I was still healing 
when I joined the business and I really let my vision carry me. I really, you know, before all of the physical symptoms went away, I was still, you know, sharing organically and authentically because I was really passionate about the movement and what I had learned. And that was a huge eye opener for me in terms of, you know, you don't have to be there yet. You can still, you know, have success from that. And, you know, people will actually really relate. People relate to vulnerability. People relate to, you know, seeing you in the middle of your process. And that was a huge, huge, huge wake up call for me. Were you looking at being an entrepreneur? Had you ever looked at network marketing before? So how how was that? How did you make that transition? I had no, it's so fascinating because when I went to college, I went to college at 17 and I was good in math and science and I pretty much did what everybody told me to do or recommended. So I, you know, became an environmental engineer. I wanted to be in this male dominated industry and I was really good at it. And I was really successful And the company I worked with at the time took really good care of me and it was really fun. You know, it was fun, but also I worked really long hours and it wasn't fulfilling. It really wasn't fulfilling. And even though I could see myself doing it long-term it just didn't feel right. It felt like there was something missing. And I felt like I I wasn't connected to my life purpose. So when this whole thing happened, and I understood there was a business opportunity, I'm like, well, let me just try it. I'll, I'll join for the discount and see what happens. And then it just started to build and it started to evolve. And I started just having a lot of fun. And um, don't get me wrong, there was a lot of trials and tribulations. You know, you hear a lot of no's, there are some judgments that that passed through. So it was a really good opportunity for me to, to remember, right? Like this isn't going to be everyone's cup of tea and other people's opinions have, have nothing to do with me. And as long as I'm being my authentic self, then it doesn't matter what other people think, because generally the people who are passing judgment were those who were unhappy in their jobs or miserable, (laughs) you know? So I, again, that, that remembrance of reminding myself of the feedback that I'm taking in. So if you could pick, I know they have so many great products, one beauty counter product (sighs) to take with you to a deserted Island or to take with you on a vacation, what would it be? Well, if I wanted to take care of my skin, I'd probably say our amazing sunscreen mist, but the overnight resurfacing peel is my favorite skincare product. It is one of our hero products. It's like a serum. It's a gentle exfoliator that you can use at night. It's amazing for honestly acne, for wrinkles, for radiance, like really it just helps smooth out the skin. So if you have melasma, you know, hyperpigmentation, anything like that, and it works on all skin types. What is the acid in it? What's doing the peel? It actually has 15 botanically derived acids that are all safe. So it has pretty much all of them at very low concentrations, all of the clean ones, I should say at very low concentrations. So that's why it works well, because it kind of is like a multitasker, but also it's very gentle on the skin. Awesome. So let's talk about the Awakened Woman Framework. What does that mean? I know you use that framework to, to teach women. What does that mean? Yeah, so it's really fun, right? Because you're hearing the kind of the background of my story, right? Environmental engineer with health issues. My first taste of entrepreneurship was through Beauty Counter. 
And a couple of years ago, I started getting that same feeling like, mm, this is still a company that I stand behind, but there's more. Like I hit my growth edge and I really started to notice that I was hiding behind the brand of Beauty Counter, that I was hiding behind, you know, right? It's like safety. Oh, it's not mine. Like I can stand behind it, but it's not mine. And I actually used to teach pole fitness. That's a story for another day. My boss, my engineering boss, when I first moved to the town that I live in now in Sarasota, Florida, she told me, oh, I own this gym. I own, I own this women's gym. You should check it out since you don't know anyone. And I stepped foot in the, in the gym and it's a pole studio, which she never told me. And I stayed and I went almost every day and fell in love with the community Again, this next, re- this next phase of women's empowerment and seeing women's confidence shift. And then I started teaching. And so embodiment has always been a part of my life and really allowing us to tune into our body's wisdom so that we can connect to our higher self, connect to our inner knowing has been, that's part of the Awaken Woman framework. So really the, the, the pillars of the framework are connection to self, source and sisterhood the transformation and healing piece, which is really getting into somatic practices, which is really anything of the body, allowing us to connect to our bodies as women, because most of us are completely offline nowadays. And then the last piece is really that co-creation piece, allowing us to transmute the stuckness and the stuck emotions and energy that live inside of us to be able to operate from that frequency of abundance, that frequency, that ex- those expanded frequencies that allow things to just be easier and to allow things to come into our field with a lot more ease and flow. Ditching the self-sabotage and the overworking and the compulsive behaviors and all of those things. So that is really where my heart and soul lives is empowering women to reconnect to themselves through the body, heal their relationship with themselves through the body so that they can access that, that fullest, fullest expression of their authentic self. Let's go back to the the stripper pole gym. I got a funny story to tell you, Lindsay. So okay. I just moved to LA and I went to my first party. It was in the Valley. And mm. all these women were like dancing on a stripper pole. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm born and raised in Cincinnati. I'm like, what is it? What, what's happening in LA? Why are all these women like, why do they think it's fun to like play on the stripper pole? <laughs> So let me ask you a really interesting question. This is about feminism. So women can be, you know, dancing on a stripper pole and they can be objectified and dehumanized as, okay, I'm just a sex object and it's sexy to like dance around this pole, which is obviously a phallic symbol. Or how do women shift from being objectified doing uh, pole dancing to empowered and, and owning their femininity and getting in touch with their body. Like how, how can you go from objectified to empowered using the pole dancing? That's the question. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love this question. I'm so glad you went, you went back there. Um, oh, there was something that I, that just came into my field and then it left for a second. Well, really, you know, our creative center, like, so our power is directly connected to our eroticism and to our sexuality and to our sensuality. And that is, unfortunately, if you think about it, a lot of times as women, we're told that we're too much. We're told that we're not allowed to feel our feelings. We're told that we're not allowed to cry. We're not allowed to have this wide range of emotions, which 
a lot of the work that I also do is understanding because of my hormone issues, understanding what's really going on with our cycles throughout the day, throughout the month, throughout the week. Our male counterparts, their, their hormone cycle every 24 hours, ours generally cycle every 28 days. So we're not meant to feel the same way every day. We're not meant to do the same tasks every day. So what this has done is it's completely stuffed so many things down in the basement and we're not connected to our aliveness and our vitality in this way. And so to me, it's just about our relationship to it, right? It's about our relationship to, it's about the feeling, right? To me, I don't dance for anybody else but myself. I'm doing this for me. And I think when when we're doing it to prove ourselves and when we're doing it for someone else, of course, like it's different if you want to do something for your husband or something like that. Like my husband loves that I'm doing all this, but it's because I'm more confident in myself. He notices my shift in my energy and there's nothing sexier than a woman who knows who she is. So I hope that answered your question. Yeah. So you're dancing not to be an ob- sex object for men, but you're dancing to feel your own sexual power and get in touch with that own sexual energy, which is what, you know, your mojo is or your sacral chakra or your all the different names for it, prana. So that's great. And then let's go back to what you said about ease and grace. So it is the mm-hmm. holidays. You know, we're officially... I don't know when you listen to this, this podcast is evergreen, so but we are recording it during the holidays. So what can women do to have ease and grace when they start to feel like they have such a big to-do list and so much to do and the traffic and all, all the things that are, you know, maybe socializing with family members that aren't kind to them? What can women do to remain calm and have flow and ease during this uh, hectic time of the year? I love this question. And really this, we're in a time where most people's nervous systems are shot regardless of the holiday season or not. Hopefully the holidays bring joy, right? And don't add any more overwhelm. But my definition of overwhelm is asking for more than we are allowing in, right? So it's like changing our relationship to to everything, To me, every moment gets to be a sacred moment. And so when you notice that you're starting to spiral, it's really connecting back to the breath. You know, the the breath was the first thing we did when we came into this world. And it's that constant reminder that we get to create a new moment, a new moment, a new moment. And I'm sure that you've heard, you know, the deep belly breathing is connected to the vagus nerve. The vagus nerve actually communicates to the brain the majority of the time, which most people don't understand. So the body is actually telling the brain then what to do, not the other way around. So when we can actually just take three deep belly breaths in through the nose, out through the mouth, you would be surprised how quickly you can shift your state just from that. If you want to take it up a notch, put on one of your favorite songs and just dance it out. Maybe you want to stretch. Maybe it needs, it gets to be slower. Maybe you just need to do a lot of energetic release. Your body is a living, breathing organism. Your body will tell you what you need. So just start to tune in and listen. So I think if you could give yourself the breath, if you can actually give yourself a song in a moment, you would be surprised how quickly that can shift your state. And then you just remember, this is what I ask myself, does this need to be done by me? 
does this need to be done at uh, right now? Does this need to be done at all? And then half the time we're doing something that isn't even really serving us. It's not a priority. And that's how we get in those tailspins a lot of the time. I'm going to repeat that. Okay, guys, the 3D. Does this need to be done by me? What's the next one? Does this need to be done right now? Does this need to be done right now? And does this need to be done at all? Very nice. I love that. So let's talk about human design. What mm -hmm. is human design? I know it's really trendy right now. So just It's so trendy. It's yeah. so fun how all of a sudden I'm like, oh, everybody wants human design right now, which is really fun. So it's essentially, it's, it's a tool that allows us to, it has ancient wisdom. It has, you know, it's, it's basically this bridge between ancient modalities and uh, neuroscience and quantum physics. It has the Chinese I Ching, Eastern and Western astrology. And I always just say it's, not the way it's a tool, right? We all have different tools, but I love it because it's based on the planetary alignment. So I don't always tell people that. So if you're listening to this and you don't necessarily believe in astrology, anytime that I've done a reading for someone, basically you'll input the time, the date, and the location of where you were born. And it creates what's called your energetic blueprint or a body graph. And it really it really provides so much relief. I've never done a reading for someone who's been like, this isn't me. It's generally provided so much relief. And the best way I can explain it is it is your soul when you came into this world before society got its hands on you. So it just provides this solace for people of like, oh, okay, this is why I'm this way, or this is why I feel this way. There's nothing wrong with me. This is like, or this is, you know, why this pulls at my heartstrings. And if you notice in the body graph, you, it's also very uh, synchronistic with the chakras because, you know, it also has the, the chakra system in there as well. But it's all about energy and energetic centers. And, and to me, it's this ability to allow the body to lead. It's more opportunities to understand what's happening in our body energetically. And again, how to work with our bodies instead of against it based on how we are meant to really operate in this world. And so it's just a fun thing to try on, but I assure you, most people are like, oh, this feels so good. That's how it was for me when I first was introduced to human design. And a really funny story, I was gifted by my mentor in Beauty Counter, a human design reading. And then it just kept coming into my field. Like I, it, I was the first time I had heard of it and I kept following the signs then I became certified really because when I love something, I become an avid researcher and I just geek out on it. And then people wanted readings. It was a very organic, uh, you know, it was very organic. And that is actually part of my type is to really respond to what life is giving me. And I think that's part of the surrender piece. That's part of the allowance piece. That's part of working with our energy because when we're in resistance, that's really depleting. Mm-hmm. So I hope that helps clarify yeah, a bit. No, I'm excited. I'm, I'm going to take you up on your offer to do human design. I mean, Perfect. first it was like 
things come into, you know, trends. I've, it was astrology and numerology and then the Enneagram. And now it's uh, everywhere I hear online is human design. So I'm, I'm excited to double click on it. I got that. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I double click. Cha-ching. Well, what's great too, is there's a lot of overlap. Like I'm in the emotional triad and human design and I'm an emotional authority and human design. So again, for those who like to access these tools, yeah. it's just another layer of deepening and human design is a lot of information and it can be a lot in the head. So I do embody, you know, my, my love is embodiment work. So I allow, I actually, you're going to be in for a treat. I don't know anyone else that does this, but I actually will select songs based on your energetic blueprint. And I help you integrate and synthesize it with music and vibration so that you're not up here trying to figure it out. You're just allowing your body, you know, to take in the new information on a cellular level. Nice. Well, I'm getting married next month. So maybe I can uh, put one of those songs on my wedding playlist. So there you go. I could be, that would be, fun. be walking out or walking down the aisle to my human design song. <laughs> I would be so honored if that actually happened. So <laughs> I'll take the pressure off myself a little bit. Yeah, definitely. So I know you are a coach now and a human design reader, and you also have a successful networking network marketing business. I don't know if you have any other income streams. Uh, does your husband count as an income stream? I think so. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> what is the advantage to you of having multiple income streams versus just one job? Yeah, well, it's more of the evolution of the overarching, like, I, you know, to me, it's like, I am my brand. And, you know, it's like the umbrella of, of Lindsay Martinellis, the umbrella of the awakened woman, you know, to me, this is about accessing our power and our sovereignty and our full potential. And so, you know, with beauty counter, for example, it's still so important. I mean, our vessel, right? Like this is the temple of, of our soul is what I believe. And this is, you know, it's like, this is the gate, the body is the gateway to our soul. And so I kind of just follow things that feel in alignment, right? So, so, you know, I have my overarching program, the Awaken Woman Circle, but Beauty Counter, right? It's still a huge part of my life. And it's still so important to me. I still love being a part of the mission, right? So it's like, I'm simplifying it. But then when I feel the call, it's like, I always think of a symphony. I think of harmony, right? It's not like I'm overworking and I have all of these pillars that are that are working all at the same time. Sometimes I feel more passionate about, you know, a certain track and I'll go all in and I'll, you know, I'll do my thing and then it becomes easier and easier and it becomes passive and I already have things set up. So my beauty counter business, you know, is a passive rev- revenue stream for me now. I've been... Uh, nurturing it for the last five years human design is kind of a fun thing it's usually introductory sometimes i'm thinking about doing something for black friday because i can tell people are wanting it it's not something i do all the time because my schedule doesn't allow so again i'm listening to my body i'm not just like oh i need this i need that like people are asking for it so i'm just gonna stack my calendar it's more of like okay the carts are gonna open and you can book for you know however many days and for people who want to take advantage so that's what I love. It's about the ebb and flow of I'm not in a scarcity mindset that I'm going to run out. I'm not adding things just for the sake of adding. I'm really just following what lights me up. 
And then, you know, sometimes in a symphony, there's an instrument that's a little bit louder and the other one goes down and then another one goes up. And that feels really good for me. It's very cyclical. It's very fluid and it doesn't feel contracted, which is really important to me. I don't like to feel like I'm in a box. (laughs) So I still feel like I have this overarching umbrella. People know what I stand for. And then more of the tools are kind of what come out from time to time. That's great. So this is the last and most potent question that I think women deal with all over the world. I know people are watching this on the internet, so they're all over the world. How can women using your teaching overcome the traps of comparison and perfectionism? Ooh, I love your questions. (laughs) You know, when we connect to our bodies and our breath, it is the truth of the, pre- the present moment. And when we're in presence, we're not thinking about the future. We're not worried about the future. We're not worried about what we're doing or who this person's like, you know, this person on social media and comparison and all the things. And we're not living in the past. And so what I love about really connecting to our body's wisdom is it's our truth, it's nobody else's. And that really liberates us from comparing our journey to somebody else's or feeling like we're not quite there. And, you know, my journey was not very fun (laughs) for, for many, many years. And I realize now that that was really training for me to be able to speak in this way, to be able to teach in this way. And, and, And our experience is truly what allows us to be able to lead from that place. So I hope that answers your question, that it's really about reconnecting to ourselves. And I love using, you know, resonance and frequency and vibration of song because I feel like it really allows us to drop in quickly. You know, it allows us quickly to just drop in and say like, oh, wait, no, that's not my thought. That's somebody else's thought, right? That's my ego talking. You know, that's that's the comparison talking. So hopefully yeah no that was great i feel like i like that you said that somebody else's thought because i feel that society is constantly making women feel that they're not enough so either they can control them and they're not empowered or they will buy more stuff right if you buy the perfume, if you buy this dress if you buy this car if you drink this beer if you go on this vacation then you'll look like these beautiful models in the billboards but the truth is the models in the billboards don't even look like the models in the billboards because they're completely airbrushed and it's all, it's all just a facade. So I think the journey is really about going in, like it says in your bio, transforming from the inside out, finding peace and just self-acceptance. Like I think for, for me as a recovering perfectionist, I was always striving, 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 striving. And yes, I did get to achieve a lot, but I never learned to be happy with who Mm. I was, where I was. And I was never even present to all the good that was happening because I was always like in the future striving for more, 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 more. So I really think that the breath, like you said, taking those three breaths and just being present and just being grateful and accepting what you have, including the body that you're in. And like you, you recovered from illness but it started from a point of acceptance like first you had to accept like this is where I am on my journey and I'm willing to like explore all these different holistic and you know functional medicine to heal 
and now you can empower other people. So Mm -hmm. it has been so great to have you on the show, Lindsay. Is there anything you want to offer our listeners? Hmm. What do I want to offer? Yeah. What about, let's do, let's do a 30 minute call and we can talk about any of the things that we talked about on here, embodiment, human design, breath work, somatic work, cycle syncing, all of the things I can drop my Calendly link and um, we'll just, you know, book something out for the next week or two. Yeah. We'll put that in the show notes. And then um, other than that, how can people stay in touch with you? Where can we find you on the web? Yes. So where my happy place is, is in my Facebook group, The Awakened Woman Collective. I am on Instagram, Lindsay Martin Ellis, M-A-R-T-E-N-L-I-N-D-S-A-Y, which I'm sure Rebecca will put in the show notes. And my website's lindsaymartinellis.com. But if you really want a safe container of like-minded women, if you're really feeling like you, you know, want to reconnect, I have free moving meditation classes weekly and I'm constantly, we have lots of good, fun, juicy stuff happening in the group. And I really, I really like the the closeness of that group because it's really engaged and really connected. So if that's what you're looking for, I think you should go and check it out. What, before we wrap up, what is moving meditation? I call it moving meditation. (laughs) You know, for me, meditation, it's just another way to to understand how to connect to the body, right? Because I think we read in books that we have to sit still and there's just so many rules that are put on in this box again, right? Like where people feel like it's a chore or a task or they're not doing it right. And then they end up not doing it at all. And so the moving meditation is, it's a sensual movement practice, right? We breathe, we stretch, we just reconnect to ourselves. We drop in, we ground in, we get out of our heads and into our hearts, out of our heads and into our bodies. And generally a lot of things come through. And so what I'm teaching people is, you know, when you calm your nervous system, when you move, depending on sometimes I'll usually, it's very intuitive. Some days we do a lot of release and a lot of shaking out. Again, other times it's really, really slow movement creating pleasure, touch, right? Like hugging ourselves, self-massage, right? So all of that to me is comprised of the moving meditation. And my phone was dying. I don't know. Did it cut out my screen? <laughs> this is live. So, you know, if you're, if you're wanting, if you're feeling like stillness isn't working for you, if you feel like, oh, I just don't know how to do this, this is a, an approach that's very dynamic where it's very fluid and you can really feel into what your body viscerally responds to, right? Because everything goes back to the feeling. And so if you're not, if you're creating resistance for yourself in the stillness of meditation, I would recommend trying this. Generally, I'll start in moving meditation and then I go into stillness because that's the way that I'm able to drop my body in the quickest way. I love that because I meet so many people who are like, oh, I tried meditation. I just can't sit still. It's just not me. So I love that you start people moving and then bring them into the stillness, kind of like a yoga class where you start moving and then you're so tired yeah. that you're like, yeah, Shavasana. So, awesome. Yeah. But this is what I love about this, though, is it's it's very much what you desire, right? Like there's no choreography. I'm not telling people what to do, right? We'll have a song and then it's like, 
I provide guidance, but really it's like, what do you need? And I think that's the most important thing. People, people want someone to show them what to do, or they think they like, they think somebody else needs to tell them, but it's really about tuning in and connecting to what, you know, what we individually need. So come check it out. It's Thursdays, 9am PST, 12 uh, Eastern. Yeah. So you give people the, the liberty and the platform to get in touch with their own body and do what feels good to them. So that, exactly. that's beautiful. Well, Lindsay, it was so great to get to know you more. Thank you so much for being on the show. If you got something out of this, tag a friend, screenshot this. Go ahead and put it in your story. Tag at Rebecca E. Whitman. What's your name on Instagram? Lindsay Martin Ellis. Lindsay Martin Ellis, tag us. We'll reshare it. We'll give you a shout out. Thank you so much for a five-star review. That means the world to me. If you could give us a five-star review, that gives me the fuel to bring more great speakers and content to you like Lindsay Martin Ellis. So thank you so much if you take the 90 seconds to write a five-star review on iTunes. And we just got approved on Amazon Music. So we're on all major platforms now. Amazon, Pandora, Spotify, you name it. Every single platform where they have podcasts, we're there thanks to our wonderful listeners and all your support. So thank you so much. Thanks again for being on the show, Lindsay. I can't wait to meet with you and talk more about my human design. And I will talk to you really soon. Bye, everyone. Thank you. Bye. You're welcome. Bye. Who says you can't have it all? I'm proof that you can. You just have to put your life into balance. Too much of anything, money, fitness, socializing, can overtake your life. When all seven aspects of your life work in harmony, you will achieve the balanced, beautiful, and abundant life you've always dreamed of. Please subscribe to hear more inspiring interviews. Is there someone you know who could benefit from this podcast? Please share this podcast with them. Please review this podcast. Your feedback will help me target your needs and plan for upcoming shows that answer your questions and feature guest speakers that can make a big difference in your life. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Rebecca E. Whitman. Feel free to DM me to book a free balance assessment call. And don't forget, stay balanced, beautiful, and abundant. It's cold and